0: Novavax, Pfizer, and Moderna were at the top of the world during the COVID-19 pandemic. The global demand for new vaccines to save humanity and the economy from a disaster and collapse was the most important topic, and the companies that researched and developed the vaccines were the kings of Wall Street. Where are those stocks now and should we invest in them now that the hype has subsided? There are reasons to believe that companies can still benefit from their COVID vaccine and investments that other investors don't see yet. Let's talk about that. I am Huda Mary, founder and CEO of Stockard, and on this channel, I share detailed fundamental analysis and interesting investment stories. The rise and fall of vaccine stocks are one of the latest and most fascinating Wall Street stories. Novavax was an $8 stock in February 2020 and a 3700% jump later was a $300 stock in early 2021. Pfizer was a $30 stock in Feb 2020 and a two times jump gave it a $60 per share valuation in December 2021 and Moderna was a roughly $20 per share stock in February 2020 and a $450 stock in September 2021, a 2,150% jump in 19 months. All three stocks are now drastically lower than their all-time highs of the pandemic era which means there may be an opportunity to buy them at a great price, benefiting from the fact that the market is now up to the next hype and has forgotten all about vaccine stocks. Investing in vaccine stocks when no one is looking at them only makes sense if the companies are fundamentally solid and undervalued and there are reasons to believe there is still solid demand for their products and that investors are not pricing that demand into the vaccine stock prices yet. Let's look at their fundamentals, discuss whether the current valuation is justified, considering possible and potential new or recurring demand for COVID vaccine stocks, and then decide whether to buy or not. On the demand side, vaccine companies expect A new FDA recommendation will require the medical system to upgrade COVID vaccines with a new strain of virus, and as a consequence, vaccine companies expect billions of dollars of vaccine revenue in the US this year and the years to come. Additionally, there is a high expectation and demand for combining COVID and flu vaccine so the population can get immunized in one shot and the entire health ecosystem can be more efficient. According to the CEO of Moderna at the Jeffries Investment Conference, there is demand for 50 to 100 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine every year in the US alone. Compare that to 150 million annual flu vaccine shots in the United States and the 50 to 100 million doses for COVID shots is a reasonable demand. This means there is an opportunity for additional revenue and potentially recurring revenue from COVID vaccinations in the future. Now that we know there is demand, Let's jump into the fundamentals and see which company between the three is better positioned to benefit from the ongoing COVID vaccine demand. First up is Novavax, ticker NVAX. The company's market cap is about 600 million, on a minimum forecasted 1.4 billion revenue this year and about 700 million in cash. Investors must expect something wrong to price the company at 600 million in market cap, less than the cash it has on hand. Looking at its latest quarterly earnings report, Novavax made no money, or worse, it has reported a negative revenue this year so far. It makes no free cash flow and carries more than $2 billion in total liabilities. So at first glance, and looking at immediate data, the company seems to be doomed. However, if you review the company's latest earnings report in a little bit more details, it is forecasting an annual revenue of between $1.4 to $1.6 billion in 2023 coming from COVID vaccination program and the possibility of producing combined influenza and COVID vaccines in the future. It has already secured 800 million in vaccine orders for 2023. The company is also reducing R&D and cutting costs to improve its financial stability. So Novavax isn't fully doomed. However, I am quite concerned about that large liabilities. Let's say Novavax uses its 700 million cash to pay one third of its liabilities and use all its revenue to pay for its operating expenses it is still left with about 1.2 billion in liabilities. It needs to keep reducing its operating expenses so its revenue from future vaccine programs surpasses the costs, and it can pay off the rest of its debt for several more years before it has any money left to return to investors. To add insult to injury, Novavax is dealing with a 700 million dispute with Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance, The dispute is related to advance payments by Gavi, and Novavax claims that the payment isn't refundable. The legal dispute is still ongoing, though. With all those challenges, it feels like the stock is overvalued even at a 0.4 times price-to-sales ratio. Of course, we shouldn't forget about its patents and technology value, so at best, And in the absence of any major new outbreak, Novavax is a cigar butt stock that may still have another last puff left in it. Some analysts do expect a significant price jump if everything goes well. Next up is Pfizer, ticker PFE. Pfizer is a $220 billion company that makes $93 billion in revenue. It's profitable, holds more than $30 billion in cash and cash equivalent assets. It also pays more than a 4% a stable dividend. This is a drastically different company compared to Novavax. It generates more than $26 billion in free cash flow, too. It's a vaccine stock, but its survival isn't dependent on the COVID vaccine. So, why is the company priced only eight times price to earnings ratio. Going through its earnings report, the company wants to show its growth potential Excluding COVID related products and expects between 20 to 25 billion in annual revenue by 2030 from its pipeline. A company such as Pfizer has a rather stable and reliable trajectory based on its multi decade of operating history. And if you look at the historical price to earnings, ratio trend, it is hovering at a historically low level, indicating possible upsides. Next I'll go through Moderna's fundamentals, and then we can discuss which stock is worth buying now. I recommend you research all three stocks yourself using their stock cards. i leave a link to all three in the show notes or you can simply type a stockcard.io in your browser and then add a backslash and the company's ticker symbol at the end to go to the company's stockcard. If you're curious about other COVID vaccine stocks and wonder whether there are a few undervalued gems in the bunch, Type COVID in the search bar on a stock card and you'd get the list as well. I leave a link to that list in the show notes too. The last stock on our list today is Moderna Ticker MRNA. Moderna is a $47 billion company with $5 billion in expected revenue from the COVID vaccine program in 2023. It was profitable last quarter and has nearly $17 billion in cash and cash equivalents. Like Novavax, it is also working on the combined flu and COVID-19 vaccine, but unlike Novavax, it has several other products in the pipeline. Moderna is focused on bringing its mRNA technology to other vaccines, such as HIV, Lyme, or norovirus, and therapeutics such as different kinds of immuno-oncology and rare diseases, among others. On further review of the company's financials and latest earnings report, you'll see that most of its net income last quarter came from income tax benefits driven by R&D credits. That's because the company has drastically increased its R&D expenses. Although you do not like to see a drastic cost increase in companies that you invest, an R&D expenditure increase for a biotech company that isn't plagued by significant liabilities like Novavax, it is a good news. It's an indicator of potential future revenue. At a a 2.5 times price to sales ratio, with significant cash on the balance sheet, and a solid pipeline to develop new mRNA-based vaccines and treatments, Moderna seems to be a typical high-risk, high-reward biotech bet. However, be mindful that the 2.5 times price to sales is based on the last fiscal year's revenue of $15 thanks to the COVID-19 vaccine revenue. This year, so far, the company has only confirmed or forecasted at $5 billion in revenue, which brings the price-to-sales ratio up to more than nine times. So, Moderna can be a good bet if you can tolerate the risk of price volatility. Investing in biotech always comes with the risk of delayed drug developments, significant market sensitivity to even the smallest news about the drug development programs, and the possibility of never getting an actual product out into the market. So now, let's recap what we have discussed so far and decide what to do with these old vaccine race winners. Vaccine stocks are drastically lower than at the peak of the COVID-19 pandemic. Demand for the COVID vaccine hasn't gone away and there is an opportunity to generate recurring revenue from annual COVID vaccination and COVID plus flu vaccination programs. Novavax is the riskiest of all three because of almost entire reliance on the COVID vaccine and a significant amount of debt. This stock is priced to reflect its shaky balance sheet, but it feels like a cigar butt stock with one last puff left. Pfizer is the exact opposite of Novavax. It's profitable, makes free cash flow, and has a significant amount of cash on the balance sheet. It also has a solid new vaccine and drug development pipeline, relying on its historical price-to-earnings ratio, the stock seems to be undervalued. Lastly, Moderna is somewhere between Pfizer and Novavax. It has lots of cash on the balance sheet and a good pipeline of non-COVID vaccines and therapeutics. The company has a solid balance sheet that it could use. To invest in R&D to bring its MRNA technology to the market in the future. So what does all this tell us? Pfizer is most likely the most reliable investment of the three, but most likely it won't be a big 10 bagger. Novavax is a big blind bet for a chance of significant gain, but also a very high likelihood of losing all your money. Moderna has a chance for a significant return, but comes with the typical risk of biotech companies. So let me know if you find this episode helpful by subscribing to the channel or liking the episode so all know you'd like to see similar content in the future. I'll see you next time.